This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Where we want to educate you about our market, empower you to make wise decisions, and help you engage with our expert contributors. This is uh, our weekly uh, Southern Nevada real estate update. And why am I doing this? Uh, normally we would have the radio show, Las Vegas Real Estate Now. It would be on every Saturday. Uh, in this case, I decided I wanted to uh, do weekly updates still. Since I can't get to the studio, I thought I would still do weekly updates. Uh, when you look at real estate data on a weekly basis, there can be serious anomalies. So I don't want to overreact to any one data point, but I want you to get an idea what the market's doing for this week. Again, these, these are the data points I used yesterday. I'm going to keep the same ones. Um, and what you're looking at is a single family home data. Uh, the number of available homes uh, this week, we have uh, 5,655. In escrow, we have 448. We sold 567 in the last week. Uh, 204 properties were withdrawn. The median sold price was 317.030. The median sold price per square foot was a little over 175. And the median days on market is 18. Last week, now we're comparing, this is the same data from last week. We had, we, we've seen we've grown by 500 homes. Uh, these are, again, single family homes. We've grown by 502 homes. We've uh, reduced the number that went into escrow by almost 200. Uh, this past week, and we've sold uh, 79 less than we did the week before. Now, these sold numbers aren't bad, guys. I mean, we usually do between two to 3,000 a month, and you just take the weekly numbers here and multiply it by four, you're seeing we're pretty much on course, uh, although we did drop by 80 this past, this past week. The number of withdrawals went up by 48. None of these numbers are surprising to me. Median sold price uh, dropped a little bit to 29.70. This is the surprise here is that the uh, median sold price per square foot went up 485. But honestly, again, that's a weekly anomaly, I would say. Uh, nothing, uh, again, nothing to get too excited or disappointed about. And then we saw the median days on market drop by two. Again, not uh, indicative necessarily of what's really happening out there, but just a simple point. Let's talk about a couple other things. Um, uh, in giving you a weekly update, I think it's important that we, um, we consider some other things as well. Um, first of all, I've had a couple of clients calling me and asking me uh, about, the, uh, about mortgages right now. And it's an interesting thing that's going on with mortgages. We heard John Ingram uh, last week on the radio show, actually two weeks ago on the radio show, uh, describe the mortgage rates as uh, crazy a little bit. I don't know if he used that term, but, but they're fluctuating a lot and moving very, very quickly. The rates are all over the place, and they're actually going up in a time when it seems counterintuitive that they would go up. Um, but they are because there's a lack, uh, before this uh, crisis, there, there were so many people doing refinances that there was a lack of funds. The people who were, who were uh, loaning money were actually running out of money to loan uh, because there were so many refis going on at the time because rates were so low. So the banks decided to raise the rates a little bit to slow down the rate of refis. The other thing that happened was the Fed dropped uh, their rate to zero. I had a bunch of people ask me, gee, Harp, can I get a... Uh, zero percent mortgage and uh, the, the quick answer to that is no uh, there's not the zero percent mortgages out there however I would expect that we'll see rates come down again sometime in the near future but we're guessing we, well here I am predicting but we're guessing that that may be the case but most of the people I'm talking with with regard to loans are telling me that that's that's very very possible there aren't zero interest mortgages uh, that's just the Fed rate the Fed rate is the money that the uh, uh, the banks can borrow at and they, they can borrow currently at zero percent um, the other things uh, that came up uh, is tenants. Um, 
there's a there's there's basically rules been set out that we that, that we can not evict people right now understandably so uh, a lot of people uh, are being laid off or furloughed and so we understand that however i want the, those of you who are tenants to know and understand that <clears throat> just because there's no evictions doesn't mean that rents aren't due rents are still due if you can pay the rent pay the rent if you can't pay the rent I'm going to tell you from Brown Blankfeld's perspective, and we do manage quite a few homes, um, we'll talk with the landlord and see what we can work out. But the best I could think you could hope for at this point is a deferment in the sense that you'll still owe the rent, but you'll just have to pay it when you, start, when you go back to work. You'll have to get caught up on the rents when you go back to work. So if you can afford to pay it, I'd encourage you to continue to pay the rents. Uh, if you can't afford to pay, pay it, reach out to your property managers or your homeowners whoever it is, and talk to them specifically about your circumstances and see what you can work out. Mark Stark uh, does a, 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 a webinar, uh, actually a Facebook Live uh, stream, where he was talking about a variety of things with Rick Berube. And uh, one of the things he mentioned, and I thought this was very poignant, is uh, where, where are the iBuyers? What happened to those guys? Um, you've got uh, uh, iBuyers were uh, out there to help make life easy for, for sellers. Um, and uh, do you a favor and, and be wonderful for your family and, and make the transition from one home to another so, so much better. But um, now they're leaving people high and dry. They're canceling escrows. Uh, they're leaving buyers and sellers uh, hanging. Um, they're not out there buying right now for the most part. And we all suspected, those of us in the real estate business, suspected that a lot of the iBuyers would struggle if the market wasn't continuing to go up at a good rate. And and even though it was going up, we had heard financial uh, progress was poor, that a lot of these iBuyers were borrowing tons of money to stay afloat with the hopes that over time uh, that they would be able to start to generate profits by taking a bigger market share. Now, uh, this type of a situation has probably hurt many of them. I don't know that it's uh, stopped them. They may be back shortly uh, after once we, things get back to normal, which is fine. I think there's a place for uh, investors in our market. I think there's a place for people who, um, who have cash to buy homes. Um, but as a seller, I'm gonna remind you that I still believe that you're gonna get the best possible price and, in, and still in a very timely manner if you talk and consult with your trusted real estate professional or realtor such as myself. And we can, at Berkshire Hathaway, we can offer you uh, the option of presenting your home to a bunch of investors, including iBuyers. Um, and why not present it to multiple uh, buyers as opposed to just one? Uh, when you do that online, punch it in there stuff online, you're basically saying to one buyer, here's my house, give me a number. Why not put it out to a variety of buyers and see who gives you the best number? Um, going above and beyond that, why not put it out for retail sale as opposed to what I would call wholesale. Uh, because you know that iBuyer's not moving in there. He's gonna, he or she or they or it or whatever you want to call them, they're gonna fix the house up and they're gonna sell it again. So keep all those things in mind um, and know that uh, uh, if you're thinking about selling your home, at least consult with your trusted real estate advisor. If you're one of my clients, give me a call. Let's at least talk about it. If you decide, uh, uh, after that discussion that you still want to proceed with uh, a course with an iBuyer directly, I, that's fine. Uh, if there's a reason for it, I'll, I'm going to talk you out of it. I'll just merely present you with a variety of options. Yeah, this is the uh, Nevada Realtors E-News. If you still want to show your home, and there's people out there right now who still do need to sell. 
and that's fine. We can still do it. Uh, understand that we can still market your property. There aren't as many people out there looking right now, obviously. Uh, social distancing is making that a more of a challenge, but we can do it. So if you have to sell your home, let us know. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going on a listing appointment on Monday. Uh, we're going to meet with a seller then who needs to get his home sold, um, and we will we'll get it sold. Um, but we're going to take precautions. We're going to make sure that everybody's washing their hands, using hand sanitizer. We're going to ask buyers to avoid touching anything in the home. Cancel uh, showings if the buyer or the sellers are sick. Open all the interior doors prior to showings to minimize the need for buyers to touch any door handles. Turn on all the lights, again, for the same reason, so nobody has to touch any light switches. Disinfect all the door handles and any high-touch areas before and after showings and have everybody stay six feet away. And as a realtor here, I, I want you to know that we're still in business. The governor declared us to be an essential service. Um, we're here, escrow companies are open, uh, lenders are open, uh, uh, real estate agents, I'm open for business. If you need help, we're here to help you. This has been Las Vegas Real Estate Now. Thanks for listening.